Hello and welcome back to Sports Shenanigans. We are going to get you all caught up on weeks 9 and 10 of the NFL season. And then we will preview, perhaps, the week coming up. So, to get right into it, week 9. This came with a very special Thursday night game. It was hosted in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium, and it was the Colts and the Jets. Um, And you had uh, the Jets quarterback, Mike White, coming off of a phenomenal game against Cincinnati, and he hurt his wrist in the first quarter and went out. Jonathan Taylor ran for about 172 yards and two touchdowns. Um, So big game for Jonathan Taylor. The Colts won. 45 to 30. Somehow they gave up 30 points to the Jets. I don't, I still am not sure how. It's been two weeks. I go. I still don't know. Why? Have you seen your secondary? Okay. Yeah. This is, I, that's what, see, that's the thing. Everyone says 45, we're running away. It's 42 to 10. And they're like, well, they, you know, they played conservative. I said, no, let's not ignore the fact that our defense gave up 30 points to the Jets' third-string quarterback, perhaps fourth now, because Flacco's apparently going to start this next week over some of their other options. Um, So potentially this guy could be their fourth-string quarterback. And we gave up 30 points to the Jets, but we won. 45-30. 45-30. What, 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 uh, did you have anything, uh, immediate analysis or anything from this game? Um, I mean, my only analysis is that, um, your guys' secondary is god awful. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember. No, I think that was, did they play the Jags? Week 10? Yeah. Okay. It's the next week that I'm thinking about with um, Drakkison. Okay. But I just – that secondary is so bad. And I know you said it in, you know, earlier episodes when we were talking about free agency. You know, you got Carson Wentz, and then you forgot how to do anything else. So. Yeah, I last year we had a lot – Last year, we had a lockdown defense, and instead of making sure we still had that, we didn't do anything this year. We just thought it'd be the same. Yeah. It kind of baffles me. Like, you didn't bring anybody in, I don't think. So We did not. That is correct. That's really the only take I got other than Jonathan Taylor, I think, may have secured that he's the second best Second best healthy running back. Well, no, he'd be the best healthy running back at the moment. But at the moment, I was saying second because he's behind Derrick Henry. Mm. I don't know. He's in that conversation of like the second best back of the league because like well, you have Christian McCaffrey, Taylor, Chubb, and Cook. Those are your options. I feel like at, for your second best running back. Well, I have a former coworker who used to work at the Colts. Um, in the early 2000s and he made a statement to me where um he said during that game he said 28 is better than 32 
which would be Edger and James. Oh, ooh, ooh. And he was, and he worked that he worked with the team while James was there. Ooh. Um, I am not going to take any stance on this <laughs> because, like, while I love football, I liked watching football as a kid. I didn't pay attention enough to actually know how good certain players were, mainly running backs. And, like, I know Edgerton James is a Hall of Fame player. Um, I don't think Edgerton James had a season kind of like how Taylor is having right now because Taylor is, like, having a season that only, like, seven running backs have ever had. Um, So I'm not going to chime in on that whether taylor's better or not i'm gonna say edron's better because he's the hall of famer <laughs> but i don't know where taylor's career is going to end up it could also end up as a hall of famer i don't know <laughs> um cool take though i mean yeah i, I for a guy who probably watched i mean like you said he's watched both yeah um there was some news that came out then over the weekend that Odell Beckham Jr. was going to be released on that Monday. Um, he was released. He cleared the waivers. Um, there was a lot of speculation. Where is Odell going to end up? Once he clears waivers, he's able to pick um, where he goes. And um, the uh, speculation was that he was going to pick the Chiefs, the Saints, or the Packers. And then on Thursday, he picked – well, and then it was that he wasn't going to let any team know until the following week. And then on Thursday, he went to the Rams. Um, and then a day later or so, Robert Woods tore his ACL in practice, and it was like, oh, thank goodness we got Odell. <laughs> it was actually the exact day that they signed Odell, he tore his ACL. Really? I yeah. knew it was quick. I, I don't know if it was like he tore it, then they signed him, or if it was a they signed him, then he tore it. I think it might have been that. they signed him, and then he tore it. I think they, they signed him first. Yeah. But it was crazy, though. Just the timing. Um, so when it comes to, I guess, everyone was speculating – well, how's Odell going to fit being a third option with Cup and Woods? You know, he could have gone to Green Bay, he could have gone to Kansas City, he would have been the second option. Um, well, now it sounds like he's going to be the second option um, mm-hmm. on the Rams because Woods is out. How do you think? I mean, clearly the Rams are saying, we think we're winning the Super Bowl and we are doing everything we can to do that. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's 100% what it looks like. His fit on the Rams, I think it's going to be good. Um, I'll kind of just skip ahead because they he played for them. And he only had two catches for like 15 yards in his first game with them. Well, he which, only had – I think he was only on the field for 15 plays. Exactly. I was like – that's right. He'd been there for, like, what, three days? Yeah, he'd been there for three days. And, like, yeah, on paper, two catches, three targets for 15 yards, not not good. Um, Twitter went nuts saying Odell's going to want another trade, blah, blah, blah. But it's like he played, like you said, 
like 15 plays. Um, that's already a crap ton more percentage of targets he gets than when he's playing with Baker. <laughs> so that's great for him. Um, I think it's going, I don't think he's going to be the Odell that we remember the like absolutely top three wide receiver in the league. I think he's going to be your like, I I think he'll be top 25 wide receiver, um, but probably in the lower, like 15 to 25, those last 10 guys, but he's going to be a very solid, very solid addition to the team. Um, And then he's, I asked this question to someone the other day. I was like, is Matthew Stafford the best quarterback that Odell has played with, which I would like your opinion on that as well. I think is his best quarterback. Obviously not his most decorated quarterback he's played with, but I do believe it's the best quarterback he has played with. So therefore I think he's going to put some very nice numbers up in the second half of the season. Um, yeah, I, I like the fit of Odell um, with the Rams. I would have liked as a fan to see him go to Green Bay or Kansas City more. Mm-hmm. Um, the I, I do think Stafford is the best quarterback he's played with. It, you know, he played with Eli Manning, but it was at the end of Manning's career. And mm-hmm. everyone remembers Eli Manning as a bad quarterback because he played at the end of his career. Um, <laughs> I mean, he had like five rough years there. Um, and so between Eli Manning and Baker, I would say this is the best. Stafford's the best, which is also why, though, I would have liked to see him go to Green Bay or Kansas City and play with Rodgers or Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um I know there was a little like um, they're like, well, if you go to Green Bay, like there's no guarantee Rodgers will be there next year. Um, and I was like, well, then go to Kansas City because Mahomes is on a 10 year contract. Like, the, I don't. I mean, I mean, we saw what Green Bay actually offered. They offered him like I think it was one year league minimum. Like they knew they can't pay. Odell I mean, that's what the Rams them. offered. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they can't pay Odell because they have to pay Devontae next year because he's a free agent and. Sorry, Odell, but Devontae is by far a more important target than Odell is yeah. uh, at this point. But, I mean, it's the I, same. I mean, it's the reason I think it was – It's the title. I, I, I think Odell wanted to go to L.A. I think yeah. – I, 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 uh, I heard actually – I heard Jay Glazer say today that he said that when he got traded to Cleveland, he talked to Jay about how to get to the Rams – Said he's wanted to go to Rams for like four years. Um, um, so I think the LA piece was big. Obviously, you know, LeBron had had you know done the whole free Odell thing, and mm-hmm. I think that connection also, you know, in LA. I think I think I get why Odell's in LA, and I get why he takes the league minimum in LA because he's gonna make way more off the field than he is on the field in LA. Um, oh yeah. So uh, I get LA. I just I I wanted him to play with you know a great 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 quarterback, um, and in an offense that I think is great. Not that the Rams' offense isn't great, but we've seen it the past two weeks. Um, but um, I think uh, I think with Woods going down, it definitely I'm, I'm I like it more 
for Odell's sake, mm-hmm. um, being that he is now a number two, um, like he would have been in Kansas City or in um, Green Bay. Um, ultimately, like I said, I think it's the L.A. I think it's the – Odell is – I mean, we said it when he went to Cleveland. I said when I think of Odell, I think I think of New York. Yeah, I think big city. He played in New York, and it's like he's in a he's on a team in a city that is bigger than Odell. Yeah, and in Cleveland, it's like Odell is way bigger than Cleveland. Like you know, yeah. um, Odell's bigger than Green Bay. Odell is bigger than Kansas City. Not not you know physically, but his brand <laughs> size and stuff. Um, yeah, it, and so being in LA, like Odell's Odell seems to me like a Miami, LA, New York, like big big market houston big market chicago area Mm -hmm. um and and he seems like a a, you know i think he's from louisiana went to lsu i think that's why the saints were even brought up because obviously why would you go there um but the um (laughs) i don't know but i think he's a as opposed to you know the new york and chicago he's you, you you know used to the warm weather Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Arizona could have been interesting um, on the other side of Hopkins. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that was – ultimately, it, it, Odell took a, a lifestyle move over a football move. Because I think if you take a football move, you go to Green Bay or you go to Kansas City. Oh, yeah. And play with Mahomes or Rodgers and get involved in our Andy Reid offense or a LaFleur offense and – and yeah. like Devonte said, like you know, we, he doesn't need everything. He's coming off a game where he had one catch for six yards, and Devonte said, "We can, I can guarantee him he'll get at least two for twelve here." <laughs> I can guarantee him. Yeah, <laughs> I think, like you said, it's a lot the lifestyle move. I think it was kind of the both. Like he did the lifestyle move, obviously to go to LA, but also like the Rams are this year basically going all in for the championship and so like he does want a championship i mean what nfl player doesn't want to win Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of was like the best of both worlds like it's a team that definitely has a chance at winning they've looked really good other than the last couple yeah Um, they've looked really good and they've looked really bad yeah but i mean yeah i i think it was kind of the best of both worlds here's the only thing though is i don't think like, uh, <laughs> like, I'll give the Rams a chance, obviously. I don't think they're going to be in the final game because you look at what they'd have right now. One, they, they're probably not going to win their division. Um, they got Arizona, um, which I guess with these injuries, they might be able to catch up a little bit. But if they don't win the division against Arizona, they're going to be on the road for all of their playoff games. And they'll be playing. I think I think they said if the playoffs started right now, their wild card week, they would go to Tampa and play Brady. If they win that game, they would then go to Green Bay and play Rodgers. And if they win that game, they would either play Dallas or Arizona. Um, and so I mean, it'd be the I most think, impressive think, Super Bowl victories. I think to get there. 
I think Stafford is a great quarterback, but he's also a quarterback who's never won a playoff game. So mm-hmm. to say your first year in the system, go on the road to three very good teams <laughs> and win yeah. all of those and go to the Super Bowl. I just yeah, I don't really difficult. Yeah. And I don't I don't see the Rams. Their defense has just gotten torn up the last, I guess Tennessee, not as much. That was more Stafford, but I mean it got destroyed against mm-hmm. San Francisco. And I, I just don't know. It seems like the offense is very finesse. It, yeah. it seems like the offensive line gets pushed around very easily. Um, and it seems like there's – the front for the Rams is good. And then you got Jalen Ramsey, but then you just got some guys. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I think – I still think – I think Odell would have had a better – chance at the super like football wise i think he's a he had a better chance in green bay or kansas city oh yeah um there was a little bit not too much but a little bit of drama with aaron Rodgers. um (laughs) he went on the pat mcabee show well he didn't he went on the pat mcabee show and then the next day he tested positive for covid and then everyone found out that uh, Rodgers was unvaccinated. So then he went on the McAfee show to explain his stance. And it was, I, I thought there were good points and I thought there were bad points. But the... Um, it's about every it, argument with the uh, non-vaccinated, vaccinated. There's both, both arguments. There's good points and there's bad points. Well, yeah. That's and, the but, entire situation the good news for Rodgers is, is no one feels very strongly about this and no one's taking sides and no one, you know, certainly no one's attacking one side or the other or anything like that. So it's very, not, very non-controversial subject. So that's where he got lucky. Um, but, but basically mm-hmm. everyone had a take on Rodgers and good or bad. Um, and, uh, and then he followed it up on Tuesday and then people had more, I mean, you know, everything, he lost some partnerships with healthcare providers. I don't know if you've noticed, but, um, state farm hasn't been running any of his ads. They've been only running the Chris Paul and Patrick Mahomes ones. Um, the, uh, the, so a lot going on. Uh, the league investigated ultimately Green Bay was fined $300,000 for violating protocols. Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard breached fine about a uh, little under 15. Um, but yeah, just all, just all, you know, a lot of off the field stuff going on. Rodgers did miss the game against the Chiefs. Um, so we got to see a game with Jordan Love against a bad defense, and he sucked. Because um, he <laughs> sucks. Yeah, and uh, and then Aaron was able to get back this week against Seattle. Um, he was able to come back on Saturday, I think, right before the game. So, but um, I guess what what did you make of the whole Green Bay situation? Um, I feel like I don't know. I really don't know how to stand on it. 
I feel like Roger should. I mean, I know he did, you know, boosted his immune system or something like that, whatever it is. I didn't look too much into it because I really didn't care because he's not a part of my team. Um, but I feel like he should have just been straight like, yo, not vaccinated, whatever. There's plenty of NFL players who are. Yeah, I think um, are on the same boat, like didn't want to get vaccinated, whatever. I think that was the biggest backlash. The biggest reason for the backlash he got is from the interview back in August that people played where they asked, are you vaccinated? And he said, yes, I'm immunized, which implies that you are vaccinated. Well, and then he goes on to talk about, like, there are some guys on the team that are unvaccinated, and that's those guys' choice. Like, you are those guys, Aaron. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you are definitely that guy. So so it, it did seem a little – I you know, and I get where he's coming from, you know, when, when he, uh, he, you know, some people called him crazy, but when he said in, in his interview, like, you know, I was just, I didn't want to get mixed up in it. It was kind of a witch hunt. Like, I, I don't know if you remember back in August, um, it was on everyone's to-do list of who was vaccinated and who was not. And they were trying to find out who wasn't. And then, um, if they weren't, they were getting asked about that like every day and why won't yep. you get and so and so. So I can see why Aaron didn't want to even mess with that. Um, but it does, it does, it does seem uh, when you look back on the comments, you know, which he, you know, he said, um, if anyone would have asked a follow up, I would have answered honestly. Um, but I don't know. It, it's, it did seem in his, in his demeanor and, through his whole statement it did seem like he was saying yeah i got the vaccine like the yeah like let's yeah i agree like back in august i mean i do remember that's about when everybody was really getting a lot of vaccinated i mean i remember getting asked questions as well about whether i was doing it or if i'm not doing it um granted i'm not making millions of dollars and no i just meant i just meant like media going to no like i I get it like in his position i mean i would almost I mean, I would like to think that I would say, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm not, whatever. Um, but like mine are for personal choices just because I don't want it. I would feel like his is a kind of maybe the same way. I, he just doesn't want it. Maybe he's like me. Well, he did. He, he, did bring up, he, he did bring up. He said that, he, you know, he consulted with doctors and stuff like that. They found that he was allergic to an ingredient that is in Pfizer and Moderna. Um, so he said that my doctor said that the risk of the allergic reaction was greater than the risk of me actually getting COVID. Um, he's like, so those were out. So that left the Johnson and Johnson, which then got pulled because of its issues. Um, and so I did this to boost my immune system, filed it with the league, the time of that interview, I thought that was going to get approved, um, to count as vaccination given the circumstances, um, like I said, I thought there were some good points. I wouldn't have quoted yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, I felt like that. <laughs> if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, I don't think Martin Luther King Jr. was referring to this particular situation. Um, Probably not. Um, I guess. You know, I wouldn't have brought up that I'd been talking with Joe Rogan, even if I had. And, you know, that's uh, everyone, everyone already thinks Joe Rogan's crazy. So I wouldn't have brought that up. You know, just different stuff. Yeah. <laughs> different stuff in the interview that I went you know, Aaron, I probably wouldn't have said that. Like, I thought, I thought his, I thought his overall demeanor came off pretty hostile and frustrated. 
which I get if he's been, you know, at that point it had been two days of him just hearing all this stuff. And I get that he's frustrated. However, um, you just got to, he's just, I would have taken, yes, the, I the tone up came and, off very condescending, I thought. Yeah. He just got to come out and be like, yeah, you know, I screwed up and saying that I was immunized. You know, I know I've been in a different way. Apologies to the team. Here's $300,000. It's absolutely nothing of my salary. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did see where the comparison, he got fined $14,650. And I believe it is the equivalent to the average, like if you're making 40000 a year, it's the equivalent to paying $33. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, just a lot of, lot of drama in Green Bay. Um, which takes us to week nine. So week nine, I'm getting nervous now. Karis LeVert's got to make one more basket. Um, <laughs> week nine, we had, so we had the Jets and the Colts. We already talked about Falcons beat the Saints 27 to 25. Bills lost to the Jaguars nine to six, all field goals. Um, can anyone explain that at all? I, I'm going to say that the Jaguars figured out what Miami did in the first half when they played them, and they did that through a whole game. Okay. That's about all I got. I have no idea. Uh, the Browns destroyed the Bengals 41-16. to 16. Um, So, yeah. Uh, the Patriots really beat the Panthers 24-6. to 6. Um, people were talking about Mac Jones being Tom Brady. Um, the Giants beat the Raiders 23-16. Broncos beat the Cowboys. There was 30 to nothing in this game. It ended up being 30 to 16, but it was 30 to nothing up until about five minutes left in the game, um, which was a surprise. And Cowboys coming off a bye in Dallas, losing like mm-hmm. that to the injured Broncos. The Dolphins beat the Texans 17 to 9. The Ravens beat the Vikings 34-31 in overtime, which was the third overtime game, I believe, for both teams this year. Um, The Chargers beat the Eagles 27-24. Chiefs beat the Packers 13-7 with Jordan Love. Um, Cardinals, with Colt McCoy um, and no DeAndre Hopkins, uh, beat the 49ers 31-17, and it was never close. Um, the Titans beat the Rams on Sunday night, 28 to 16, thanks to two pick sixes, essentially, from Matthew Stafford. Um, yep. And, and another surprise. And the Steelers beat the Bears 29 to 27, or should I say the Steelers and the referees beat the Bears 29 to 27. Um, we had, yep. the, uh, let's see. Well, in the Buffalo-Jacksonville game, Josh Allen of Jacksonville sacked, intercepted, and recovered a fumble from Josh Allen of Buffalo. Um, the Broncos – oh, we talked about that. Routed the Cowboys. Falcons beat the Saints. Jags beat the Bills. Browns out the Bengals. Uh, the Steelers and Bears, the Cassius Marsh was called for taunting. They didn't call any roughing the passers against the Steelers. There were a lot of, lot of bad officiating – to the point where pretty much everyone was on the same page. The officials were terrible and essentially cost the Bears the game. <laughs> yes. I mean, it was rough. 
watching it. And this whole taunting um, penalties is bullcrap. Half <laughs> of them, like I understand legit taunting. Oh, Karis LeVert just hit a three. We're good. Nice. I think my dog's out. And I think she's got to go outside. So I'll be right back. Okay. Sorry about that. Jess has like no shoes on and it's raining. So I was like, I have shoes on yeah, and I have warm clothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, ah, you know what? I'll take the hit. I will not make her find shoes and all that stuff. <laughs> but yeah. Taunting. Taunting. Okay. The taunting freaking penalties need to chill because. 90% like okay if you are legit taunting someone being an absolute basically an a-hole in my opinion to another guy because you made the play over him yes throw the flag just I I think that sometimes unsportsmanlike conduct is what we already had like exactly like for situations like that where it's over the top <laughs> yes okay that and that's that's probably what I'm talking about but this freaking taunting crap you can't even say you can't even do the point like I got a first down anymore, and it's if it's taunting. in the direction of a of the other team. Yeah, well, guess what? You get the first down. I'm not looking around to see where yeah. people are. You're lucky I'm even. Well, that's conscious what still the refs re- the refs report after the game. They were like, "What did you see?" And they were like, "Well, I saw the player posture in such a way that it seemed like it was taunting." It's like we're leaving this 15-yard penalty up to the discretion of a ref looking at the posture of a player. Like, (laughs) taunting is the stupidest penalty. And I get, you know, they try out new penalties, see what's working, see what's not working. This one's obviously not working, and it needs to be fixed now. Going into the year, everyone was against this. And I think up until this week, it, you know – it was annoying, but it hadn't made that big of an impact. Yeah. And this this was the first situation, Monday night football, everyone watching this game, 
It goes to fourth and 15, and because of this penalty, the drive's extended, and they get a field goal. Like, the, like this had yeah. a direct – with three minutes left, no, like three and a half minutes. They, it's fourth and 15 with three and a half minutes, and instead extends the drive. Like, the, this was the first time where it had a major game-changing impact. And it was stupid. But say what you will about the taunting. I had a bigger problem with the lack of they didn't they missed two roughing the passer calls at the end of the half that would have set the Bears up at like first and goal at the one. Um and so and the Bears ended up settling for a field goal there. Um and so I I had more of an issue with the missed calls there directly impacting the score of that. I mean yeah, the taunting to extend the drive and you take time off and whatever, but like the Bears yeah. still have to stop the Steelers. Steelers still have to stop the Bears. Like you still have that stuff. But I mean, everything, every week, every game, the refs are horrible. And they're supposed to be like, we are in an age, like we have the technology. They have, I do appreciate the adjusted, like, you don't have to challenge this because we got a guy in the booth who's looking at it right now, and he's just gonna, you know, mic, mic I do down, like that. Mic down to us, and it's a quick switch. We don't have to take a bunch of minutes to figure out. I appreciate that, but why is he not? We like we almost don't need refs on the field. Like, the, <laughs> like you could just no, have you need like one ref on the field. You need, you need, like, I mean, no, I it's like the current system. It's, it's broken enough. I like the current system. Like, have that, but then have like three guys just watching the game that can just make the call. Like, maybe the refs don't have to make the call. They can just make sure the players are in the right spots and stuff. Like, yeah. To me, it just, everything gets screwed up when the refs, the refs are throwing flags on stuff that aren't flags and they're missing stuff. Like, Where's the consistency? <laughs> there is no consistency. And throw in throw in the fact that in that game the Bears had like 12 penalties and the Steelers had one. Like yeah. <laughs> the penalty that I have the biggest issue with is the freaking hip check that the referee <laughs> threw at I don't even know what the player Cassius Marsh. There you go. Cassius Marsh. That's the lo- biggest load of bull crap I've ever watched in my life. Like, it is very clear. He threw his hip out, got hit, and then he threw that freaking flag like he was – he just cashed in a Steph Curry three-pointer from the logo. Like, <laughs> all day, got it. Yeah. you He wanted to throw that flag on that guy. Like, I don't know what he said at any point during the game, but he must have pissed him off. And I I feel like well, you know, hey. the referee association to talk to him and they should find him something. I don't know. Well, that's well, that's the where's the accountability as far as like you know, you know what I said. We uh we got to that happened Monday night football. We get to week 10, Colts are playing the Jags, and guess who's officiating that game? That crew. It was the same, it was the same ref. And I went, oh no. Like the <laughs> Like you yeah. gotta be kidding me. Like there's there's gotta be like we would fine a player for a, a mistake. Like there's gotta be some sort of system, like fine the referees, suspend referees. There's gotta be some sort of accountability for doing bad things. Like he's still refing a game next week. 
Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not like, obviously it's his job. He's getting paid to do it. I get it. Like, you're not going to just like, you're fired. Cause yeah, like, but there's like, got to be some sort of punishment. Yeah. There has to be something where it's like, Hey, I don't know. One game suspension. I don't know. But yeah, like, and it's, it's not like all, like every, they all make mistakes. I mean, we're all human. I'm not going to f- completely destroy the guy. The only thing I'm going to destroy him on is the freaking hip check because he a thousand percent threw his hip. <laughs> and in that instant, like the league needs to do something. And I don't know what, I don't know how to do it. There's a reason I am not working for the NFL. <laughs> Although it'd be really cool. Yeah, it's just yeah, the rest bad. has been bad all year. And that's yeah, all we say that every year, though. Is how bad the reps are. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a, a lawsuit filed on Tuesday, or I guess last Tuesday at this point, um, that uh, involved Vikings running back Dalvin Cook. Uh, it said that he assaulted a woman. However, his attorney and Cook are saying that he was assaulted and then extorted by the woman. I did read into the report a little bit, at least the statement from Cook's side, um, mm-hmm. saying that this woman, uh, they had a relationship, they broke up, she broke into his house and um, pepper sprayed him and his guests, had a gun, and he, when she was like threatening one of the women he had over with the gun, he um tackled her or something and then that's what she is referring to as assault referring to as him assaulting her and his side is saying she wasn't assaulted in any way that was um not without just not not without cause by her own unlawful action yeah Um, like waving a gun around i'm not gonna lie like you wave a gun around in any kind of tension that is threatening if I'm the size of Dalvin Cook and I know I can take you down, I'd probably do it. Yeah. So I, um, I mean, I like I don't know exactly. So what I happened. don't know which. I but but then the report is like they're saying that after this incident, like she's been saying she's gonna sue unless he pays her so much money. Like so that's yeah, the extortion. That's extortion. Yeah, that's the extortion comes out. So I don't know which side's right or whatever. I'm just. I don't yeah. know. I saw like one post. I haven't really looked into it. But it was like one post, and it was like the conversation that like they had via Instagram. I think it was, which if you're like boyfriend girlfriend, why are you sending messages that deep in text via Instagram? Like that's just weird. So I'm, it's already sus in my mind on that part. So I don't know what to believe. Yeah. Um, all I know, so right now, and I'm sure she's aware as well, the NFL running backs don't have a good track record with this issue in the years. Um, no, they really haven't. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this. He's still playing. He's kind of under the same thing Watson is. Like he hasn't been proven guilty, so he's not suspended or you know ineligible to play or anything. The Pacers suck. Um, the 
<laughs> currently losing by eight to the Pistons, and they haven't been able to make a basket in like the last four minutes of game time. Um, the uh, let's see, we talk about that. Cam Newton is back on the Panthers. Um, and he, you know, wasn't there very long, but he had a couple good plays this week that he was in for. Um, he had Gruden is suing the NFL for defamation, saying that Roger Goodell leaked those emails to ruin his reputation, which, I mean, here's, here's, here's the thing. I do find it hard to believe that Gruden's the only one in all those emails that had stuff like that. Cause we, cause it said nothing else was found. However, Gruden, those emails, Goodell didn't need to leak them to ruin your character. Like those emails yeah. spoke for themselves. <laughs> I, yes, I agree. Like your emails. Yeah. Just, I don't uh, know what there's no trying to go off of here in his loss. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no excuse for your emails, dude, just in general, but I will give him, there is no way that like there is not another issue because it was like forty thousand emails. It felt like I don't even know how many emails it was. It was but, like more, it was more than that. It was like I think it was. Um, I know it started with a six. It was either sixty or six hundred thousand. Exactly. Either way, you're telling me in six hundred thousand emails, um, Dan Snyder hasn't made some stupid freaking <laughs> comment. That deserves to get him well, kicked out of it. Here's my thing, though. Gruden sent, you know, these emails. He doesn't send them to people who are against that stuff. You know, like... Yeah. Like, someone had to have sent something back that was like, ha, ha, ha. You know, like, even, even just... I think if you're even, like, on the side of Gruden, you get run out here. Like, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know, like... He's sending them to someone who apparently is comfortable with this. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're comfortable getting them. I just, I, that's, I don't, I don't know what he's trying. Like I said, him suing the NFL, I can't imagine what he's suing them over. Like, obviously, it says for defamation, but like, yeah. I don't know what, what he's trying to accomplish here, unless it's just, hey, we got other people here, you know. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Yep. Apologies when you have a pregnant wife who can't really get in and out of bed and then a dog that's going freaking nuts. 
you kind of feel bad and you got it feel like you need to go help so i think i helped <laughs> you stopped barking so i think that's a win hopefully it stays that way and she sleeps But yeah, Gruden sending emails to obviously somebody who's, I don't know, about, I'm not going to say on his side, because that's just really, I don't want to think of people like that, but like, at least okay with the language Yeah, that was being used. So, stupid Pacers, um, Sabonis had 15 points, so I had exactly that. Uh, Brogdon hit at least one three. Brogdon had four assists. Jeremy Grant had 19, and I just needed him to get 16. Uh, and all I needed was both teams to score a combined 206 points. And uh, they scored a combined, let's see, 186 points. Um, and so my $5 is not $38. It is just gone. I thought that would have won you more money. Well, the for Brogdon to make one three is pretty low odds. Um, but I mean, it's it was plus 560, 5.6 times whatever you put in. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good, good deal. I'd have missed it, so so did. <laughs> Um, Alvin Kamara missed the Saints game against the Titans. Um, the refs also decided that game. The I don't know if you saw that. The Titans, the Titans won 23-21. However, they uh, the in the earlier in the game, the Saints had an interception in the end zone that they then called roughing the passer. Um, and then you looked at the replay and you're like, well, he didn't hit him high and he didn't hit him low and he didn't hit him late and he didn't mm-hmm. bury him. And then the Titans got a touchdown out of it instead of the interception. Um, <laughs> so, of course, the Saints and the refs. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rogers was back. Russell was back, although Russell put up zero points. So, was he really back? I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. Doesn't sound good. Let's see. We did Woods. Roethlisberger missed due to COVID. Um, then you had week 10. Chase Young tore his ACL during the Buccaneers game, so he will be out for the rest of the year. So I saw a picture of the Washington Stadium, like from above, and I think it was like, I don't know, whatever end Chase Young just tore his ACL on. So it says it has a bunch of points on the Washington football field that says Chase Young's ACL, Joe Burrell's everything, uh, RG3's ACL, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick's hip, and then Alex Smith's broken leg. Like all on that one side of the field and within like 15, 20 yards. <laughs> it's like, don't go anywhere on that side of the field. <laughs> um, 
you had well Thursday night football was a bit of a shocker. It was a game. It, well, I, guess, I I suppose in the true definition of game it was, but it was a game. It was a fun one. Um, it was the, an interesting. It, it was an interesting game. That's why I'm saying it's a game. I'm not saying it was a wow. This is amazing. I'm so in this like watching this it was i mean it was just an interesting game to watch because you're just kind of dumbfounded for most of the game (laughs) the dolphins beat the ravens 22 to 10 i you know very disappointing i had the ravens um but the just to win i didn't even have them you know you could get them to win by nine i was like no i'll just take them to win and uh, they still suck the i mean lamar looked awful they could that Ravens offense could not figure out anything. Yeah. It Dolphins offense also couldn't figure out much. No, I'll get to that here in a hot second. I'm gonna talk about Lamar and his issues for a second. If Lamar slash the Ravens would have fought anything, like at least like have someone run two yards and then cut and just do a slant. They could have ran for a touchdown every time because my no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I, there's no one in the middle. They kept saying on the broadcast, there's no one in the middle of the field. There is not. There never was. There just have your tight ends run down the middle of the field. <laughs> they showed, I think it was cover zero 40 times in that game, which is ridiculous. They the um, safeties blitzed. I think it's like the most in like since like 2008 or something like that. Something ridiculous, like super far. Like no one blitzes like this. It was the most unreal, and like that's why I was interested in watching the entire thing. So I was like, "We're there's there's nobody in the middle of the field. What's going on?" And then they'd sack him, and I'm like, "Well, I guess that worked." And then they'd do it again. And he would just throw a bad pass i'm like good gosh is this the way to beat lamar yeah just apparently it was let's everybody and cover no one yeah <laughs> i granted when you do that you have to be very like confident in your cornerbacks which i mean when and you have yes, the i suppose power, that's why the Colts lost to the ravens <laughs> yeah <laughs> when you have um Xavier Howard and I think Byron Jones on the other like the both sides like those are very good quarterbacks those the some of the highest paid ones so like I guess you could justify the means I mean definitely justify it considering you won but like in the moment it's like good gosh you were leaving them on an island out there so it was awesome to watch I could not figure out how the Ravens could not figure out what to do and then Brian Flores needs to kick Jacoby off the team and kick every other freaking quarterback off the team because I'm tired of watching another quarterback play over Tua. Because Tua came in that ball game and it completely changed. It actually looks like they were a decent football team. Whereas with Jacoby who's out there, he's the worst quarterback in the freaking league probably. <laughs> um. Let's see. You had you talk about Titans Saints. The Bills bounced back 45-17 against the Jets. There's really no better team to have to have to bounce back against than the Jets. Uh, um, you're right. 
especially within your uh, division. Yeah. Um, Lions and Steelers tied 16-16 with Mason Rudolph. Oh, gosh. I don't know what the Steelers are going to do when Ben Roethlisberger actually retires because, like, Roethlisberger's not the greatest quarterback anymore, but Mason Rudolph sucks. And I think Dwayne Haskins, they are very mad at because he gives, like, no effort at all. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be scary for Pittsburgh here in a couple of years. Um, the Colts beat the Jaguars 23-17. I, again, no idea why. That should not have been a close game. Um, it, it took about 10 minutes for the Colts to be up 17-0, and then the rest of the way they were outscored 6-17. to Um I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Like, Jonathan Taylor had 93 rushing yards in the first quarter. He finished with, like, 117. Like, we – Oh, my gosh. We stopped giving him the ball. Yeah. Like we went against everything. I, the offense stunk for all but one drive. The one touchdown we had – not the one touchdown, but one of the touchdowns we had was a blocked punt – Return for a touchdown. Like, I'm not counting on that every week. We would have lost if we didn't do that. Like, yeah, we're at home. It's Jacksonville. What are we doing? <laughs> Everyone says I'm negative. I say, look at the facts. Like, the- are you a little negative? Yes. Are you justified in the negativity? Yes. I'm cautious. I see I'm I'm concerned. I see what are the issues? We need to watch out for those. Like why why like how do we make wins look bad? Like we win <laughs> games and we look awful in them. Yeah. And then in losses we just look really bad cuz we lost. <laughs> The speaking of losses, the Washington football team beat the Buccaneers 29-19 off a bye, which also ruined a lot of things for me. I have had a rough couple weeks, Casey. Well, I've had a rough three weeks. I've had a rough three weeks. I have I had two weeks. I might be the best gambler on the planet, Casey. Yeah. Because you know, it's impossible to get all your picks right. Yeah. It's about just as impossible to get all of them wrong. And I this have managed to do that for two two straight weeks. I've got – put them all in, nothing came out. Got them all wrong. Wow. <laughs> That's got to suck. It's why I don't gamble. Hard. Um, and so I, I backed off, and I just took – I just took, I don't know, two bets this week. Missed them both. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Part and most of it is because of the Buccaneers right there. Yeah. The Patriots beat the Browns 45 to 7. And that was my other bet. I had the Browns. <laughs> I don't know if I would have picked the Browns in that game. I mean, it was 41 16 against the Bengals. They come back. I thought they'd at least be competitive. 
Mac Jones out here trying to win rookie of the year. I will be so upset if he does. I think your two guys going for it are Mac Jones and Jamar Chase. And if Jamar, I think if Jamar continues on the pace he's been going, it's fine. He'll have it. He'll have it locked up. But should he falter at all, I think Mac Jones has a serious argument for rookie of the year. And it's, again, it's the same thing that, like, I, if I were a young quarterback coming into the NFL, I would want to slide in the draft. I would not want to be taken in the top five picks because the top five picks are usually the worst teams in the NFL. And you're not going to have any sort of a, you're going to have a revolving coach for the first 10 years of your career. Lamar went to Buffalo. I said Buffalo. Lamar went to Baltimore, had a great, I mean, Grant, he played the second year, but like he fell into a good situation. Um, Mahomes fell into a good situation. Um, Not to say that they aren't great quarterbacks in general, but like when you start out in a good situation, like the Patriots, I don't care what point they are at. If you get Bill Belichick as your quarterback, you're going to fall into a good situation. So I'm not overly surprised that he's playing great, but I hate it. (laughs) I mean, what did we hear coming out of the draft? He's the most pro-ready. He's got the highest floor of them all, but he's got the lowest ceiling. And I think that's what we've seen. He's come in. He's been the best. He's been the lowest floor. But like you said, here's my thing. Imagine Trevor Lawrence is not in Jacksonville. He's in New England. Imagine Justin Fields is not in Chicago. He's in New England. Imagine if, uh, shoot, what's his name? Wilson. No, I'm just going to leave it at those two. Um, But the... (laughs) But, poor guy. But, 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 <laughs> I'm I'm not sold on Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. But oh, just Trey a, Lance, that's who you're thinking of. Got it. No, I was I was I thought I thought of Trey Lance, and I went, well, I'm not sold on him. What's the other guy's name? And then I went, oh well. Uh, yeah, and, no, uh, I have. Yeah. But imagine you know, Lawrence and Fields have these incredible ceilings. Imagine if they were in a system that wasn't Chicago and Jacksonville. Like, exactly. Like, imagine if Mac would have gone to Jacksonville. Like, mm-hmm. Jacksonville would not even. I don't want to just. It's it's not the kid's fault. He's in New England, but it like that's naturally going to make me hate him. And the yeah. the. And I honestly, I don't think he's that good. I mean, it's the same. Hold on. It's the same thing about Tom Brady. Like, he's not that good. He's got really good systems around him. Yeah. It's it's (laughs) the same thing in Alabama. Mac Jones has a lower passer rating than Baker Mayfield. He's got a lower passer rating than Teddy Bridgewater. He's He's very accurate, though, I will say. He's but. He's not. He I'm not saying it's great. Field. You're saying he, accurate. 
he averaged, I think he's averaging like a hundred some yards a game. Like he's not like lighting it up. Like he's just got, he's just like, I don't know if you've watched, um, speaking of in about 15 minutes, hard knocks comes out Colts. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, man in the arena is the Tom Brady documentary. And it just came out yesterday and I've watched episode one. I'm not. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Same thing with the last dance. A lot of people are going to come away and say, look at how great Tom Brady is. Like a lot of people came away and said, look at how great Jordan is. And I'm going to say, but remember those parts in the documentary where it like showed you like how fortunate he was or what actually happened or like, like Tom Brady it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's you he got they went into a great situation and they took they made the best of their situation. I mean, is Tom Brady probably an above average quarterback in general? Yes, but that's, yes, yeah. I'm not gonna debate that. But coming out, no. He was not. He was a below average who apparently had a very large ceiling that we did not know about. Um, but if he'd have gone to, I mean, I don't even know, J- Jacksonville. If he'd gone to Jacksonville when he got drafted, he probably never would have played. He, And we would not have pro- – well, we might still have a Patriots dynasty just because it's Patriots. But it would be a different guy because – that's how that team is built. It's and that's it's every situation for every team. It's just it if you get lucky with where you go, you're gonna work out. It's I mean it's just life. Some yeah. situations are better than others, like the Patriots are better to go to than Jacksonville, Texas, or te- the Texans, yeah. Miami Jets. Well. I'm hoping Miami will figure some stuff out because I feel like Miami should be a location that people would want to go and play. Mm. It's Miami. Yeah. But no one wants to go there and play. Hopefully we can fix that. But yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Gotta like love where you go. Also, um, I think Bill Belichick has drained Mac Jones's soul. Yeah, I saw that video you shared. About yeah. The difference in his press conferences between July yeah. and now. If you have not watched this video, please go to our Twitter and watch it because you can truly see, like, Mac Jones just Mac absolutely. Mac Jones was a human in July. Yeah, he was a human and a, like, excited college, well, ex-college kid who – it's like, oh, yeah, I get to play for an NFL team. And then this last interview, it was like – it was just like the most Tom Brady response I'd ever seen. It was, most, it was the most Belichick response I've ever seen. Okay, there you go. Most Belichick. I guess the reason I said Tom Brady is because Belichick basically trained him to yeah. speak like him. So, like, it was just incredible to see. Well, I mean, it's saddening, but it was also incredible to see just the absolute change. <laughs> so, go watch yeah. it. The, so the Cowboys got routed against the Broncos. They came back this week and lit the Falcons up 43-3. to Yeah, they're not good. 
Except for one guy on Falcons, apparently. I think it's AJ Terrell or something like that. Apparently, he's having a really good year, and like no one else on that team is. Cordero Patterson's having a pretty good year. Cordero is as well. I meant like defensive wise. Apologies. Oh, uh, yeah. Defensive wise, the rest of that team sucks. Yeah, I don't know anybody. But apparently, name. he is very good. Or that might just be the Atlanta Falcons tweeting a lot about him because it's the only shining spot they got. Um, the Panthers destroyed the Cardinals 34 to 10. There was still no Kyler and no Hopkins. Um, but the Panthers had Cam and no Darnold. Mm-hmm. Here's, you know, the crazy thing. I, I didn't realize this until I heard it this week, but the Panthers got rid of Cam, you know? Oh, yeah. And then they brought in Bridgewater for like 20 million a year. Or yeah, the replacement. And then they immediately moved off of Bridgewater after a year. And so they've got like a $20 million cap hit. <laughs> they bring in Darnold on a uh, – sign him to a big deal. And now he's hurt and they don't like him and he hasn't been playing well. And they bring Cam back and now they win. Like the <laughs> – Yeah. The – what I saw it was they got rid of Cam for their replacement, which is uh, Bridgewater. They replaced the replacement with a replacement. And then they replaced the replacement with the replacement with Cam Newton. Yeah. Who was the quarterback. So yeah. basically it was just a big old like they replaced everybody. Except they now played. they except now they owe forty million dollars to people who like aren't playing for them. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you lose your job. <laughs> or you keep your job. I don't know. Um, the Vikings beat the Chargers 27 to 20. The Packers beat the Seahawks 17 to zero. Um, and the Eagles beat the Broncos 30 to 13. And the Chiefs beat the Raiders 41 to 14. And the Chiefs looked like the old Chiefs again. And then the 49ers beat the Rams, surprisingly, 31 to 10. Yeah, that was shocking. That's week 10. That's week 10. Um, Lots has happened. There is a Sky Judge conversation. The league is looking at an eighth official who will have broad authority up in the booth. Cool. So hopefully that becomes something. Um, in the NBA, we've got a couple interesting situations. We've got a son's owner, Robert Sarver, who is being investigated over racism and sexism charges. The Blazers president of basketball ops is facing misconduct allegation about the same time that that other one came out. Um, the Heat and the Nuggets played. I don't know if you saw this. The Morris gave a hard foul to Jokic, who then tried to kill him, I think. And, Basically. Uh, and Jokic ended up getting suspended one game. Morris is fined 50000 and Butler is fined 30000 for escalating it, um, or trying to, I guess. Um, <laughs> Jokic got suspended for the one game. You know, there were a lot of people defending Jokic, they said. And I was like – they're like, look at what Morris does. I'm like, it's a hard foul. Like, it's 
He's running in transition and he fouls him. Like, I get mm. it's not ideal, but Jokic is the MVP of the league. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, dude turned and he, I mean, Morris is injured right now. Like, he's he annihilated him. Um, I think some of that, like, might be like you said he's the mvp and i i think he's probably the most like he's the least respected mvp to probably ever win yeah he shouldn't have won the mvp (laughs) but still he has the award so he's the least appreciated one and like everybody i will get they try to beat up on him but like i think they forget how big he is like he is massive there's a reason he was in the conversation to win it let alone that he did win it so, like, he's going to foul you hard if he's going to foul you, which, like, he did. He did. He injured Morris. So, it might be a, like, good thing for Jokic because now people might be like, oh, I ain't going to screw with him now. Well, I'm very interested. I think sometime, it's either later this month or sometime next month, they play again. Um, and Jokic, that will be interesting. They didn't suspend Jokic for the next game they play. They suspended him for the next game. So everyone's going to be back in at that point. Um, I'm Change interested to see how that goes. Um, speaking of, uh, the Jazz and the Pacers played, and Miles Turner, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and Joe Ingles all got fined um, for an altercation. Yes. That uh, if you look at it, I believe it's all Gobert's fault. And then um, Turner just kind of reacts to it. Um, and I don't know what Mitchell and Ingles' part in it was to get fined, but um, but it was definitely it was definitely Rudy's doing. Um, in other news, Purdue beat Michigan State in football. Um, they also beat Iowa in football, so they've beaten two top five teams this year. And they are so bad that they are still unranked. Um, <laughs> yep. The let's see, Frank Gore is going to box Darren Williams, who you know, former football and former basketball. They will be on the undercard for a Jake Paul Tommy Fury fight. Um, and Fenway Sports. Who you got? Who you got? Who who I got between Frank Gore and Darren Williams? Yeah, because we don't give a crap about Jake Paul. We want Jake Paul to die. Well, yeah, not, but um, not really. I just mean get really hit really hard. Yeah, and um, fall into the mat, and then it'd be funny. I think here's the thing. I kind of forgot Darren Williams existed. Um, he was very good in his time. I think he was on the Olympic team. He was an All Star. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking, so he was a point guard. I'm gonna say Darren Williams probably has the height and reach advantage. Oh, a thousand percent. Have you seen the picture of the two? Yeah, I mean he's way bigger. Yeah. Um but I don't know. You know, I think over the course, you know, obviously boxing's a different sport, but Frank Gore has just kind of been a staple of toughness in the NFL for 20 years. Like, yeah. I uh I feel like he I feel like even with the reach disadvantage like frank gore's built he can take a couple punches if he can get in there 
you know, like, uh, yeah. Um, and I certainly wouldn't want to take one from him. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I think it, I think it's an interesting matchup. Certainly not one I was ever expecting to see in my lifetime. Um, I mean, I'll be rooting for Frank Gore. He's a former oh, yeah. Colt. Um, and, uh, he seems like a good guy. Um, Darren Williams does have, I mean, he was on Sweet Life on deck, so there's, there is a little spot there. Um, but like I said, he could have been dead. I would not have known. So, um, <laughs> uh, so Frank Gore's a little more relevant to the, I, I feel like, you know, Frank Gore's really selling the tickets here. Everyone's like, wait, who's Darren Williams? Um, yeah. So I'm rooting for Frank Gore. I hope Frank Gore wins. Yeah. Um, I think that's oh, Fenway Sports Group is purchasing the Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't know what that oh. means, but they are doing that. Um, cool. So I think that that is all I have to get us caught up. I guess looking ahead. Um, we have Patriots and Falcons tomorrow. We'll just, we'll just really that's our Thursday night game. Man, these have been some bad ones. Yeah, like granted, I know Miami upset, but man. like Green Bay, Green Bay, Arizona was good. Yeah, that was good. That was it. So, I'll we'll do what uh Pat and AJ do. So, I will give you the matchup and the line. And you just tell me who you think is going to win um, and if they're going to cover. So, right now, Patriots are at Atlanta, and they are favored by six and a half. Yep, Patriots, and they're going to cover. I'm going to take the Falcons to cover, not necessarily win the game, but I will take them to be within six. Um. The Detroit at Cleveland. Cleveland is favored by 11 and a half. Cleveland, not cover. I'll take Cleveland. Um, I have no idea. If I ever side with the Lions, they screw me. So I can't take the Lions. Um, if, I, if, I take, if I take the Lions plus six, hey, they lose. You've been losing, man. Yeah, I know. I've been losing. I've been losing, but I took I took the Lions plus three against Chicago. They lost by forty. Um, not not exactly, but you get the idea. I mean, it yeah. wasn't even close, and it was Chicago, and um, and then I took them like plus eight and a half, and they lost by like fifteen. Like it was like they just they just every time I think the Lions might do something, they don't. Um, and every time I think, and then when I think they don't, they do. Um, so I just, I don't have a dog in this fight. Um, <laughs> the 49ers at Jacksonville, 49ers are favored by six and a half. Jacksonville is going to win. So they're going to cut. So they, they cover because they just have to be within six. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was, I was singing that through. And I'm like, I think you can I'm currently get the Jacksonville money line plus two forty. Um, huh. 
for this, I was like, I don't know how to gamble on sports, but I'm pretty sure that covers everything. Yeah. Um, I'll take the Niners. Um, the Colts at Buffalo, minus seven and a half Buffalo. So they're favored seven and a half. Buffalo. I will, take, I will take the value and take the Colts because the value, seven's the key number here. I get the seven. So if they're within a touchdown, it's Colts win. There they cover. So I will take the Colts on good faith. Um, the Dolphins at the Jets. Dolphins are favored by three and a half. That's how bad they are. Every other team that plays the Jets is at least double digits, Casey. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. Don't, <laughs> don't patronize me. I've watched us. <laughs> so, I'm going to say the Dolphins, and they're going to cover that um, with an asterisk of if Jacoby Brissett comes in the freaking game, then everything is going to hell and they're not covering anything because <laughs> he sucks and then brian flores needs to be fired and the gm needs to be fired and all the coaching needs to be fired i'm gonna take you know i here's the thing i can't take either one of these teams i don't trust either either one of them to do me any good that's fair i but did I take you jets. told me i have to i will take the jets because it's return of flacco <laughs> the only reason they're starting them is because they're scared that they're going to blitz 40 times in the game. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I don't think Zach Wilson can get the ball out quick enough, which I would think he would get out faster than Flacco. He would just probably panic. Yeah. The uh, Panthers are at home versus Washington. And the Panthers are favored by three. Sorry, big gun. Um, Washington. I'll take Carolina. Chase Young's out. Um, I mean, of course, I took. I probably should have wrote these down. I took. I took the Buccaneers by three, though, too. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Baltimore at Chicago. Baltimore is favored by four and a half. Baltimore, and they're going to cover. They're going to be pissed about the Dolphins game. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, Saints at Eagles. Eagles are getting favored by two points. I'd believe it. Um, they are getting miles back. Yeah, Eagles. And they're going to cover. Yes. I'll take the Saints. Because of the defense versus Jalen. So the reason I'm taking the Eagles is because I'm pretty sure Kamara's not playing. That would change my pick. <laughs> I, exactly. I think he's not playing, and that's why I'm saying the Eagles. All right. I could be wrong. Granted, it is Wednesday night as yeah. we are making these. If, and I, if, I don't have him on my fantasy team, so I'm not doing any research on him. If, uh, if the Saints – Outside of Jameis or healthy, I will take the Saints. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know Jameis isn't playing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, 
Uh, Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee's favored by 10. I'm going to take Houston. I'm going to too. I think this oh, is. Oh, I didn't think you would. I think this is the come down to earth week for Tennessee. Yeah. I just was like, I feel like this could be a game that like is like the upset of the week. And it like, is plus 350 if you take the money line. I'm not taking any money line, but <laughs> it's a interesting like choice i like it packers at minnesota packers favored by two and a half yes packers cover see that see here's the thing whenever i i have learned over the past couple weeks if i ever see a line and i go that doesn't make sense it means go with the thing that you're thinking it doesn't make sense for so for me it's like, wait a minute, that's way too low for the Packers. Like, they should be favored by at least six. Yeah. Um, which probably means I should go with the Vikings here. Um, <laughs> so it happened with the Rams this week. Everybody was on the Rams, and that line never moved from three and a half. And the 49ers just came out and wrecked them. Now, I need to figure out what the people in Vegas know. Um, when they're making these lines and deciding whether or not to move them, because clearly they they knew the R- Niners were going to destroy the Rams. I don't know how, but they knew it. Yeah. Um, the house so always wins, man. The house that always is, wins. That is one where I go Packers, no doubt, which probably means I should take the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, it's coming Packers. Uh, Bengals at Vegas, and. They are favored by one point. So it's Bengals cover. Pick them game. So you think Bengals win? Oh, 100%. Okay. Cardinals at Seahawks. Cardinals are favored by two and a half. I don't know yet if Kyler or Hopkins are playing. I'm sure this line changes once they figure it out. Seattle. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um. If Kyler and if Kyler and Hopkins are playing, I have to take Arizona. Um. I might still take Seattle. Uh, yeah. No, I could see Seattle bouncing back. Um. Dallas at Kansas City. That should be a good one. Oh, that should be a good one. Kansas City. Kansas City. Favored by two and a half. Kansas City. They got cover. It's going to be a great game. I'll but take the Cowboys. I, I just think they're back. I think they finally figured some crap out. I think the Cowboys are undervalued, and I think Kansas City is overvalued. Kansas City, Kansas City is like 6-14 and 14 in their last 20 games against the spread, and Cowboys are 8-1 and one this year. Um. Because I, I think mean, I'm rooting for the Cowboys. People, people, are, people are used to the Cowboys being mediocre, and people can't forget how good the Chiefs were. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think I'm going to take the Cowboys. 
I might adjust it a bit. I might put it in like a teaser where it brings it out to where they need only need to be within like eight or nine. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's going to be a game. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a game. Two high-powered offenses. Pittsburgh at the Chargers. Chargers, this is Sunday night football. Chargers favored by five and a half. Chargers cover. Pittsburgh sucks. But they're but they have a winning record. I don't know if Ben's playing. I don't understand that. I don't know if Ben's playing. If Ben doesn't play, Chargers absolutely. If Ben does play, I'm probably not touching it. Um doesn't matter. I the Chargers just are so up and down. They are. But Steelers and zero that receivers. is a home game for the Steelers. It doesn't – they're in – like, Chargers – every game for the Chargers is a road game. Their home stadium comes in roots for the other team. Yeah. The Steelers travel hard. That, yeah, that crowd will be 90% Steelers fans. Yeah, they will. And then Monday night, Giants at Buccaneers. Now, wait. Buccaneers are favored, I believe, the biggest line of the week by – nope, second biggest line, by 11. Giants. I I can't take the Giants, but I won't take the Bucs. I'll take the Bucs to win. So, <laughs> no. That's so many points. <laughs> so here's the reason I'm saying they're getting Saquon back this week and he's been rested he's probably the healthiest he's been in a while um and if you look at like we're terrified of the buccaneers defense but if you look at it they've not done very well against running backs as of late so i think that trend continues and saquon is going to just have a great day Mm. and i hope he does for fancy aspects because I would really like to pull out one last win before <laughs> I just peace out in the league. <laughs> and I just, I mean, I've accepted last place in our league, but I would like to, you know, take one last win, one last victory lap. I really like to get it against Matt because I think that'd be freaking hilarious, but I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> I need to see when I play him again. The uh, the Bucks just beat the Lakers. Giannis had forty seven. It's a couple points. It's a couple points. Um, I believe that, that is everything. I think so. So you can look at the link in the show notes and it'll take you to our social media. It'll take you to wherever, everywhere you can listen to the podcast. You can email us, Mike, and um, you can. Oh, um, shout out to Mike for winning. Honestly, I can't remember the award that he won, but he won an award that he was nominated for. So shout out to our boy, Mike, even though he doesn't listen to us anymore. What award? I mean, you say you don't remember. Like, do you know even like what was it for, or like who gave it? It was like for basically being an excellent teacher. 
Oh, hey, look at him. Like, it was, like, kind of a, a dope look, thing, in my opinion. Look at him being good at his job and stuff. Extra yard for teacher's award. Extra yard? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't even know he was going to get it or that. I don't think he knew he was nominated either. So, boy Mike, we love you, bud. Great job. Send us an email. <laughs> Send us an email, Mike. Um, but yeah, you can check all that out in the link below and let us know what you think and whatnot. And we will be back sometime to give you more updates and analysis and the likes of which. And we are going to go watch Hard Knocks. You are, I'm not. <laughs> I don't have cable, so. <laughs> <laughs>